there was this pent-up demand for sports. This company IPO'd at the perfect time. Talk about 300% in six months. That's not just metrics that people love. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Market Adventure Show. I'm your host, Alex Cunningham. And I just want to let everybody know that I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to some of the content I'm putting out. This is the second week of doing content every single day. And I want to let you know that I'm having so much fun. Why? Because I'm getting a lot of great feedback from you about me giving you this information. I'm trying to make it more relevant to today, right? I'm trying to find questions that you have and answering questions that I'm getting through the Instagram and putting it into episodes for you. So keep the questions coming and I will keep the content going. And hopefully I've answered some of your questions in the last couple of episodes, right? It's been very, very stock market heavy because a lot of people have a question on the stock market. There's a lot going on. Today is just the same. We're going to talk about DraftKings right? DraftKings stock. Oh my God. And is it too late to get into this thing? Stay tuned. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Now, DraftKings IPO'd just a couple months ago, right? It IPO'd in April, I believe. But it IPO'd around $20. DraftKings is at almost $60 today. That is incredible, right? That's over, that's almost 300% in six months. If you already own the stock, that is fantastic, fantastic news. Now, if you don't know what DraftKings is, DraftKings is a digital sports entertainment and gaming company, right? Essentially, they allow you to bet on games, right? Live sports. They also have fantasy sports that you can bet on. Um, there's sports, there's sports books. There's daily fantasy, so not ones that go entire seasons, but one-day fantasy games. But there's also an online casino-like section of the game as well. So you can do casino-like stuff like blackjack and slot machines and roulettes, or you can do actual on um, uh, live sports betting, right? Betting on actual sports or betting on fantasy football. Essentially, you can bet on gaming, right? That has always been a uh, essentially a stigma, right? People have always loved gambling, but it's always been an issue of where do you draw the line, and why is that? Because you have you there's always been ways to rig sports. Like there's a lot of tinfoily feeling. Like I'm on the tinfoilers that think a lot of some of the sports are rigged, right? Because people are doing under the table betting on sports. Right. There's taught there's you know, there's history of people throwing baseball games, basketball games, football games, because there was underground betting, especially boxing. Boxing is notorious for it. So this this new uh, stock, this new company is a great bridge between this tech wave and an old American passion. Right. 
Um, it's like alcohol, right, where there was a tit-for-tat for a while, and then you had public companies that have to do with alcohol, right? It's a big breakthrough. Because of this break breakthrough, it is super, super popular, right? When you have something underground like that become mainstream and it, it becomes regulated, people love that. People are jumping into it. People are going headfirst into it, right? The difference between this and like cannabis, right? There are a lot of cannabis companies, but there's still not a lot of regulation, right? There's still a lot of uncertainty. This has a different uh, grasp on the American culture, which is why this particular company has skyrocketed, right? Not only that, sports have been gone for so long that there was this pent-up demand for sports. This company IPO'd at the perfect time. Talk about 300% in six months. That's not just metrics that people love. People just people are just super, super excited about this particular type of company in this particular top moment in time, right? In addition to the old American passions. So back to the question, is it too late to get in? Well, IPOs typically run like a roller coaster, right? Insiders get the really, really great price, right? People who get the price before it IPOs. When it IPOs, it IPOs at a much higher price. And I typically, insiders who had it at a better price will sell it to the public when the public jumps in, right? Because they're now getting, they're getting a two-for-one special. They're selling a majority of their claim to the public when it goes, when it uh, IPOs at double the price. And people will generally take that in this public will get it, and then when they realize the stock price is going down, right, because now all the insiders are selling, typically the public starts to sell too because they, now they think it's a dud. It goes down, insiders buy it back again, right? If they really felt like they, they wanted it, they just wanted to get some profit, they buy it again, it goes back up. If you look at this, the, the stock chart for Uber, you will see that roller coaster, right? High IPO, drop down, back up. Drop. If you look at the IPO for work, same thing. A lot of IPOs run like roller coasters for those very reasons. Why hasn't DraftKings been like that roller coaster? Well, that's because there's new money in the system. There's more retail investors thanks to Robinhood, right? People have time. There are a lot of people who have time at home, right? That are exploring uh, trading platforms that saw this thing go live. More retail traders means that the pricing for a lot of things is going to go up. Right. Um, and that's that's one of the big things on Wall Street is people had a problem understanding what was worth what, because there's there's a lot of pricing issues that are happening right now in the stock market. Um, so what I would suggest or not what I would suggest, what I would do if I were looking to get the DraftKings, which I am because I, I do fancy football myself, uh, reminder or side sidebar, my fancy team is ruined. Saquon Barkley, my first-round draft pick, got injured. He's out for the season. Um, God bless him, and I pray for a speedy recovery. However, that does ruin my fantasy team. So I've had to make a lot of adjustments. Good thing I, I have Tyreek Hill. I have a couple good, good hitters there, too. But that was a big hit to my team. Anyway, I would wait for a pullback in DraftKings. The stock is rising, doing a lot of volatility. People are rotating around, from, rotating away from a lot of industries. They're rotating away from industries, but they're not taking their money out of the system. They're moving their money into other securities. 
DraftKings has been a very big benefactor of that rotation. So their stock price is going up in addition to, uh, so the rotation is playing into it, the market volatility is playing into it, and more retail traders are playing into this stock price just continuing to, again, 300%, we're talking, guys. In six months, 300%. That's ridiculous, right? This thing hasn't come down. It's just going up. There will be another way to get in, right? It has to, It's going to lose some momentum. It's going to pull back. People are going to take profits. There will be another time chance for entry. You want to picture this like a game of double dutch. Right? And if you go back and listen to a couple of the old episodes, if you're relatively new to this podcast, this podcast used to be very stock market heavy. So in the back end of the uh, in the, in the front end of the podcast uh, listing, wherever you are, you'll see a lot of stuff where I talk a lot more in depth about trading. There will be a pullback and a time for re-entry where you can get it at a cheaper price. You're paying less of a premium and you'll still be able to enjoy the, the the passion that you have for this particular industry. Picture it like a game of Double Dutch, right? If you remember Double Dutch from back in the day, which most of my listeners are in their mid to late 20s, early 30s, you remember Double Dutch for sure. You kind of had to wait for the ropes to give you that gap, to give you that opening, right? You're moving back and forth, back and forth, and you're waiting for your opening, and then you jump in. It's the same thing here. That stock price is going to move back and forth. Right now, it's moving in one direction, that's no fun. It's going to start moving back and forth, back and forth, and eventually it'll pull back and allow you that gap for entry, right? Then you jump in. Just be patient and wait. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode, and thank you for all the well wishes I'm sure you'll send after you heard the tragic incident that happened to my fantasy team. Again, I hope Saquon Barkley has a speed recovery, but my fantasy team needs a jump start. So, hope you enjoyed this episode. I've been your host, Alex Cunningham, and remember to share this show with friends and family. Because again, the more people we reach, the more people we can free. Until next time.